0: Hello, and welcome to the Wholehearted Life Podcast, where I share tips, tools, and stories about how to live a wholehearted life, a life characterized by sincerity and commitment to any path you take, with room for adventure, growth, and passion. Find me here, where I record weekly podcasts which show you, the young professional, how to build a strong career, a fierce fitness routine, and a mindfully crafted meal plan. Let's get it poppin'. Hey, 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 welcome to the Wholehearted Life Podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. I am so happy to have you here. And today we're going to talk about something really interesting. I think you're going to be able to relate to it because that's kind of the goal of podcasting, right? You want to be able to listen to something that you can relate to and apply to your life. So the title of this podcast is called why I left my hometown and you can too. So let's go on a little bit of a journey here and I'm going to explain to you my experience in leaving my hometown and how it's changed me and shaped me as a person. So just to start, I went to high school in the state of Maine, and then I also went to college in the same town that I went to high school, so that town is pretty small. I'd say it's about 10,000 people, which if you're listening from Miami or New York or a big city, that is very, very small. However... It was a really close knit community. It was very comfortable. I literally went to college like two miles down from where my high school was, which I didn't love because, you know, everyone wants to leave their hometown when they graduate high school and they want to go somewhere else. But I made a decision to go to school with in-state tuition, which I definitely do not regret because I don't have any debt, which is awesome. But that's a whole nother podcast. Anyways, i knew that when I decided to go to college in my hometown that I would be staying that I wanted to make a conscious effort because I've always loved to travel. I wanted to make a conscious effort to leave my hometown during the summer. And so the way I knew I was going to be able to do this was through seasonal work. If you've never done seasonal work, it's really fun, especially when you're still in college and you're kind of figuring out what you want to do with your life. So After freshman year of college, I worked at Yellowstone National Park, which is in Wyoming slash Montana, which is kind of how I ended up moving to Bozeman. And then the next summer, I, uh, okay, wait, sophomore year. Yeah. So after sophomore year, I stayed in Maine for half the summer. And then I went in the beginning of July to Argentina. And I lived in Argentina from July through the end of December. And that was for study abroad, but obviously a very good experience. And then the third summer, I lived in North Carolina on the Outer Banks working at a resort. So it was amazing. And I'm glad I made that decision because Being in state gave me that flexibility to go to new places during the summer. And then I went after I graduated college. I moved to Montana. And before we get into that whole situation, I'm just going to reflect very quickly for you on the challenges of me leaving home for really the first time. And the the real first time that I did this was when I worked at Yellowstone National Park. I mean, I was I was 19, so it was kind of like it was kind of like my going away to college experience across the country, but I wasn't going for college. I was going to work at this restaurant. And so we lived in dorms and et cetera, et cetera. And I remember calling my mom like three days in and crying my eyes out, being like, oh my gosh, I don't know anyone. This is way different than I thought it was gonna be, blah, 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 blah. And being like, I wanna come back. And feeling that wanting, feeling that sense of wanting to revert back to my comfort zone. And my mom was like, you know, you can come back, but just give it a little bit of time. I think you're gonna love it. Of course, you know, you give it a month or two and I loved working out there. It's such a great time. Fast forward to the next summer, living in Argentina, same thing. I moved there. Obviously, I didn't know anyone. I was had a really bad host family situation that I won't really get into too much, but it wasn't very, very ideal. But I lived right in the center of town in Córdoba, which is central Argentina, and I was able to travel a lot. The school schedule was super flexible it was hardly studying abroad, but I learned a a bunch of Spanish. It was amazing. And then I was able to travel in Patagonia and I developed this kind of like deep sense of love for not just South America, but for Argentina, because I had spent like an actual amount of time there more than just a month or two. I really gave it, gave it a shot. And I kind of knew also mentally that I was stuck there for six months, right? Because that was the duration of the program. I didn't really have a choice. And so I think that kind of knowing that I had that set amount of time was important for me because it allowed me to have like an end in mind for my time there, but also was like, okay, you can't just cop out and go home. And then the third summer by the time I had gone to when I was going to the Outer Banks to work at a resort I was so excited oh my gosh it was the best summer of my life I had so much fun I lived with a bunch of really good friends on the beach I mean what more could you want when you're 21 years old and about to finish your senior year of college so that was a really fun summer and by that point I had done this kind of like picking up and moving thing a few times and it didn't scare me as much and so then when I graduated I made this decision to move to Montana, which I've talked about in previous podcasts. But when I moved there, that was the first time I had really picked up my life for not just a set period of time, but for an indefinite period of time. Like I packed up my car by myself and drove it across the country. And I didn't know anyone in Montana. I mean, I guess I had a few friends here and there just through like Yellowstone and stuff like that but it was not like I was moving to a job. I didn't have a job. I had an apartment so that was good but other than that it was really challenging and I remember getting there and about a month in feeling that exact same feeling that I had felt when I worked at Yellowstone which was oh my gosh I feel so lost. I don't have any friends. I, I, I had a job but I really hated it and that honestly was not a good feeling. And so my, my desire at that time was to go back, I was like, I'm going to move back to Maine, I'm going to work at the same restaurant that I did last summer. And it's going to be way better than living out here and not knowing anyone. And then, you know, of course, talking to my mom, who's amazing, just her being like, give it some more time. And also just speaking with other friends and mentors them saying you know it does take six months to a year to really be grounded in a place and I think that's so so true so then you know I spent almost three years living in Montana and it was challenging to leave because I ended up building such a beautiful sense of community and closeness with the people around me, with, you know, the guy at the coffee shop or my, the guy who would bag my groceries, just little things like that. And it kind of made me realize after doing a few moves, but that being my longer duration move that you can have that home feeling anywhere you go, you can feel that sense of community and belonging as soon as you decide you want to integrate yourself into the community. And so the reason I'm doing this podcast is because I speak with so many people that we, you know, we talk on Instagram or Snapchat, or they call me and they're like, how did you just pick up your life and move? And why would you do it? And I tell them, you know, the world is so, so big. And to me, it just would be a shame to spend it all in one place when there's literally so much to see. And the biggest thing that people say is, "Well, yeah, but you don't know anyone, and like, are you gonna like it? Did you like it? Blah blah." blah. And I tell them these kind of same things: is that you can really build this feeling of community. It just takes time, and so that's where moving. You have to have time on your side. You have to give patience to yourself, to the area you're with, in order to allow it to kind of blossom into what it needs to be. And so I was really able to do that in Montana, and that's something I miss. And I was able to find my people, and I am really grateful for that. Now, why did I move? Well, I was in a very deep routine, sense of routine, which routine is good and is good for success, but I was not being challenged in the way I wanted and I was ready to build my own business. And I knew that if I was going to do this, I wanted to be in a little bit of a bigger market, but also hence why I moved to Miami, but also I just wanted to be able to do it on my own terms without having to worry about the finances, which was why I secured another position in addition to this so that I could build my business without having to worry about dipping too much into my savings and investments. Anyways, I left Montana and it's been about two months now, and I'm still grappling with this feeling of, did I leave such an amazing thing? Did I leave a good thing? I had a really good setup. I had a great job. I loved what I did. And I was speaking with my friend about this. And she was like, you know what, Blaze, you can always go back to Montana. And she's like, you know, yeah, it's where you lived is developing and things are changing. But it's always going to be there. And so I remember looking at these posts on social media this past weekend of some friends who went to this cabin. They were really close with me and they were in this like Montana cabin and they brought all this food and beer and it looked so fun and there was nature. And I was like, oh my gosh, I totally missed that. And I felt this feeling of like kind of FOMO, like I was missing out. And then after speaking with my good friend, she was like, yeah, you know, it's always going to be there. And so that I found was a very grounding and comforting statement because it made me realize that you can go back. And so when I speak with people that are like, I really want to leave, I want to move somewhere, but I don't know where I'm going to go. And I'm kind of afraid because I've never moved in my life, et cetera, et cetera. I tell them, you know, that's something to think about is that your hometown is always going to be there. I could go back right now to where I went to high school and college. I'm sure I could find a job, no problem, but I would be exactly where I was 10 years ago. And for me personally, with my love to travel and my love to create community in new places, that's not going to get me where I want to go. So what I challenge you to do is this. Make a list of if you were to die in a year and there was always a million places that you wanted to go or see, make a list of those places you want to go and see. Then make a list of if I could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? I already know on the top of my list, South America, but also Hawaii. That was my number two choice from Florida. And you make a list of every place you've always wanted to go. And then start to explore the options. Don't just tell yourself that there's something holding you back. A relationship or maybe you have debt or maybe you have a family and you want to be close to your family. Don't let those things hold you back. Instead, figure out a way to integrate them into your life if you were to move. Make that list of where you want to go and why. And then start to explore options. Look at jobs. Apply for things. Check out your contacts in another place. Maybe you know someone somewhere. It's amazing what those connections can do. And then I dare you to be brave. I dare you to... Make a change. Maybe, you know, you love your hometown and you don't ever want to leave or you love the place you've been living in the last five, 10 years and you don't ever want to leave. Okay, great. Don't. But this is for the people that are always kind of thinking in the back of their head, I really want to do something different. I really want to break out of what I've been doing and I just need that little push. Here's your push. Go freaking do it. Because the reality is what I've learned from doing these moves, there's several of them now is like we said, like I said, you can always go back. You will find your people. It just takes time. I haven't found all of my people yet here in Miami, but I'm getting there. And this is the biggest one for me that kind of gives me this other sense of grounding and comfort when I'm in a new place is that people are really good everywhere. Sure, there's bad people in the world, but I don't choose to see it that way. There are good people everywhere you go. And so if you feel that you need that support and you need someone to lean on, look around you because even if you're in a new place, more than likely someone will be there for you to lean on. A good example of this is when I first moved to Montana, I had this job that I really hated, which I've talked about in a previous podcast, but I literally had an anxiety attack at work And I was in an office building and I was like basically hyperventilating and couldn't breathe. And uh, luckily, a, a homeopathic doctor worked next door in the office. And I told her I was having really bad anxiety. And she just like went out for a walk with me and calmed me down. And it was really kind of her. And so my point here is this. Like I said, there are good people everywhere. So surround yourself with those types of people. And even if you don't feel surrounded with those types of people, I promise they're there. Sometimes you just need to reach out a little bit and be upfront. Or if you're looking for friends and you're in that new place that you always dream of going to. I literally, the other day was like, saw this girl who worked at the gym that I work at. She's my age. And I was like, hey, like I just moved here and I need some friends. Do you want to be friends? And she was like, yeah, for sure, for sure. So be bold, be brave, but also know that like, the world has your back. The world's not going to leave you stranded. And if you feel like it is leaving you stranded, fine, go back to your hometown, but at least you gave it a fair shot. Thank you so much for listening to the wholehearted life podcast. I hope you really enjoyed today's content and I will be sharing more and more with you as the weeks go on. If you liked what you listened to today, please consider writing me a review and rating this podcast. I would totally appreciate it. Maybe just a few sentences telling everyone what you liked about the show. And if you are looking for more on Wholehearted Life, things, moments, inspiration, you know where to find me on those social media handles. So just go on over to wholehearted underscore underscore life on Instagram. If you are interested in Snapchat where I post exclusive content only to Snapchat that you will not see anywhere else and we get a more personal interaction, you can find me at Blazor Trail. That is B-L-A-I-S-E-R-T-R- Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you next time on the Wholehearted Life Podcast.